last week, Pastor Mike started out. He said, man, we got to break down strongholds. He said, we got to break down strongholds. But how many of us know that we, there's an enemy, there's an enemy that's relentless that you can, you can win one battle last week and lose six this week. You came in, you came in last week and, 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 and you left on, a, on such a high, but by the time you got to the parking lot, come on, the enemy, the, 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 such an onslaught, such a relentless attack from the enemy. But I'm here to tell you this morning, the enemy can attack all he wants. Come on, we are going to declare victory in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, no weapons formed against me shall prosper. Come on, you got the victory in the name of Jesus because you came last week and you he wants you to look you want you to feel like okay pastor Mike preached a powerful sermon now I can go coast this week but the minute you get home you saw some a bill you had the children something the marriage something broke but I'm here to say to you this morning come on we're gonna take more territories so enemy get ready last week was just one step we're gonna take more steps this week and you're gonna lose more territory come on you gotta start stepping Celebrated like you are ready to conquer and take more territories. Today I have a big question for you. Because the enemy is relentless. God is powerful. But we know that the enemy is relentless in his attack. And if he is relentless, you have to have a plan of attack to fight back. I'm Jamaican, you see, so we know it's a DJ, you know? You got to know how to counterattack. You got to know that you are not going to give in. Come on. You claim this piece of, you claim this territory, and you are going to take more, but you can't let the enemy push you back. So today, the big question for you today, and we're going to camp around this thought. Are your thoughts bringing you closer to God or further away from God? Let me say it one, let me say it a different way. Are your strongest thoughts bringing you closer to God or bringing you away from God? Is it bringing you to God or pulling you away from God? And I don't know about you, but I've had thoughts that has pulled me away from God. And if you don't realize those thoughts, come on, all of a sudden you're in the enemy's web of deceit. You're in the enemy's web of lie and the plan that he has to you will be fulfilled. But I'm here to tell someone this morning, you better get those thoughts. Get this mind that's in you on Christ Jesus. Come on, get back closer to God because that's where you are at your strongest in the presence of God is where you are protected in the presence of God is where man you are guarded is where the edge of protection is so you got to keep on man let those thoughts get you closer to God not pull you further away from God and in the world that we live in with with so many things vying for your attention. It's easy for one thought to pull you away from God in a split second. But you go through an entire week never thinking about God again. So turn your Bibles 
to Romans chapter 12. And I'm going to read the first two verses of Romans chapter 12 because and I want to pull some, some really cool nuggets out of it that I want to share with you this morning. And in Indiana, I just believe that, man, this, man, in Indiana, I want to give it up for your pastors, Pastor Josh, Michelle, come on. Come on, Indiana. Come on, come on Long Island. Let's celebrate them too. Amen. And we loan you, Pastor Chase. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. To offer your body as a living sacrifice. Holy and pleasing to God, this is your true and proper worship. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing. Come on, say that with me. Say renewing of your mind. Then you will know. Come on, man. this is a good part. Then you will be able to test and approve what God will is. Is good, pleasing, and perfect will. So Paul in his letter to the Romans was like, man, hey guys, hey, I know there's a tension here. You, you know, you, you're, you, you, you're very platonic in your worship. You, you are, you are. It's so, so I, I want you to get singular in focus with your worship and understand that your worship belongs to God. So Paul was like, hey. I want, you to, I want you to really present your body as a living sacrifice to God. And then Paul man just transitioned into what is so powerful. He said, I don't want you to conform. I want you to be transformed. And that word transform, conform, it means to fit into a mold. That means something that was created for you. And then the word transform, it means to break that mold. Come on, I don't know about you, but I grew up and, I, and, I, and there was some pre-existing paradigm that was created for me in my families, in my finance. And I was going to have the future like some people had the past. And if God didn't rescue me, I would not be able to break it but I know if my story and your story is the same because many of us here today we have fit our lives into a mold we are this big but we have fit our lives into a mold and God is saying today I come I come and you're not going to be conformers but you are going to be transformers come on can we shout right there you are not going to be conformers you're not going to fit into what the world standard is for you you're going to fit into what God's promises for you see the enemy the enemy is constantly attacking you. He constantly attacks your mind. Because the Bible said, man, in John 10, he said the enemy comes to what? Kill, steal, and destroy. Come on, say that with me. Kill, 
steal and destroy. But he said, I come that you might have life and have life more abundantly. Somebody who believes that, open your mouth and give God a praise. Come on. That is the life that God wants for you, the abundant life. So the battle for your mind is relentless. It's relentless. It's, 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 your mind is prime real estate. It is prime real estate. And that's why the enemy is attacking you relentlessly. Because he wants what's most valuable from you. He wants to snatch it. He wants to steal it. Come on. That's why you got to guard. Come on. Guard your mind with all diligence. Come on. Because out of it flows the issues of life. Proverbs 4.23. Guard your heart with all diligence. You know what's crazy? We buy a house. We put the most expensive alarm system in and we put another alarm on top of the alarm but we never spend time guarding our mind We never spend time away from negative thinking, negative thought pattern, negative people. And, and, and guess what, guys? The enemy just wants to, to conceive a thought. Come on. That's all he needs for a thought to be conceived. And you're going to give birth to it. So you got to guard your... Guard your mind. He is relentless. I remember there was a season that he attacked my marriage. And I told you in the last service, I'm going to fix it this, for this one. Right? So, so, so Pastor Natalie told me that I needed to go to counseling. She did. She said, you need counseling. And I was like, no, you need counseling. Like she said, you got problems, you got issues, you got issues. So how comes, how comes you see that I need counseling, but you don't see that you need counseling too? Why I have to, why I have to go first? And by the way, I have no problem. Why am I going to pay? Why am I going to pay for something that I don't need to pay for? But when I went to counseling, I realized I had problems. Many problems. I had so many problems that my phone fell out of my hand and broke one night. That's my version. Pastor Natalie may have a different version. But the phone broke. That's the truth. But I remember going, going into counseling because, I, man, I was going through a season. I was going through a season that I felt like nothing I could, I, nothing I wanted to do, nothing that supposed to go right. Man, I, I, was, so, I was so in a messed a place. And a man, but, but she saw it and she said, Patrick, you need to get into counseling. And then she said, no, not just counseling. You need marriage counseling. I thought we had a perfect marriage. I thought we had a good marriage. But the more, the more I went is the more I realized I had a problem. But Marcus, something happened. I realized one day that, I realized one day she said to me, the counselor said to me, man, but it seems like nothing is changing, Patrick. He imagined pain to be told that nothing is changing. I'm like, 
refund because definitely this is not helping me. And nothing was changing. But something clicked in one day when I realized the problem was not Natalie. The problem was not the counselor. The problem was I was receiving new information, but my filter, but, but, but the filter is in my mind was still the old way of thinking. I was filtering new information, better information through the old mindset. And many of us here this morning, God has given you big promises. God has promised you a great future, but you can't go forward because you're filtering the promises of God through the old problem mindset. So I wasn't moving forward. I was stagnant. Nothing was happening. Not because the word wasn't good. The information wasn't good. Or the counsel wasn't good. Natalie was definitely great. But I wasn't. Nothing was changing. But God, come on. Something clicked in. When I realized I got to change my mind. I got to renew my mind. If I'm going to like get better at this thing called marriage. I failed at it. But I didn't fail. Even in counseling, I was still failing. But man, God did something powerful. And that's how you know that God has a plan for you when He keeps on pursuing you despite your failures, despite your dis discouragement, despite your disappointment. He's still pursuing you. That's how you know that the hand of God is on you. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but don't you give up. Be relentless. Just renew your mind. New information in an unrenewed mind keeps you at the same place. But new information in a renewed mind keeps you moving forward. Come on. That's how you got to make progress. That's how you got to enter into His promise. When the new information comes, come on. When the new Word of God comes into your spirit and takes root and start bearing fruit, come on. That's when you know that something is happening. Here's a word for you this morning. Don't quit no matter where you are right now. God has a bigger plan for you. God has a bigger purpose for you. Keep on renewing your mind mind come on say so there's a war going on come on there's a war going on it's a, it's a battle for your mind Paul said in Romans 7 he says I do not I I do not do the good I want but the evil I do I want is what I keep on doing wretched wretched man that I am so Paul said there's a tension, guys. We live in this tension. I want to do good. I want to be good. I want to be better. But there's a battle going on in my mind. I want to live right. I want to walk right. I want to stay away from sinful thoughts. But come on, there's a battle going on. 
What they, but the, the plan of the enemy, I told you earlier, come on, are your, are your biggest thoughts leading you towards God or pulling you away from God? Come on, the enemy comes to kill you. He wants to steal, he wants to destroy, but God has a greater purpose for your life. Come on, so you can't allow the enemy, come on, to steal what God has promised you. I know what that feels like. For most of my life, I grew up as an insecure child never know who I who I am never even know where I was I just keep on going come on but man one day God just took a hold of my mind I'm not all the way there yet but I'm better than I was before somebody should give God a, somebody should give God a praise of that I'm not all the way there yet but at least I'm better than I was before so you got to keep on renewing. You got to keep on renewing your mind. You got to keep on. You got to keep on putting new information in. You got to keep on spending time in the Word because the, because because the enemy as when the enemy attack, you got to have something to counterattack. And your counterattack weapon is the Word of God. Your counterattack weapon is your prior life. Your counterattack weapon is your praise. Your counterattack weapon is your worship. Open your mouth. Come on. And start praising God like you already have the victory. Come on and give him praise in this place. <laughs> Hallelujah. Paul, so wretched man am I. He said, don't be conforming. And then he said, don't be conformed, guys. Don't be conformed. Don't be a conformist. Come on. Be a transformer. Come on. Man, Paul wants you. Paul wants you. Come on. Paul wants you. Paul wants your life to be better. So he said, man, if you stay in the old mindset, you will only reproduce more of the hold. And many of us, we think that a geographical location will make me better. And we're moving. We're moving and moving on top of moving. And nothing. Nothing is moving, but just remember who is the common denominator. The location doesn't change me, but I have the power to change my environment. If I change, I got the power to change my environment. If my mind changes, I can move from poverty to prosperity, sickness to healing. Come on, somebody. What are your most, most dominant thoughts? And are they pulling you closer to God or pulling you away from God? I want you to get closer to God. Come on. In, in Philippians says, let this mind that's in you be also in Christ Jesus. Come on. Let this mind. Come on. Think. Think like Christ think. Come on. Think like Christ think of you. He thinks you are worthy. He thinks you are good. He thinks you are special. He thinks you are more than. He thinks you are good enough. He thinks all that and more. And then he put the icing on top of the cake. He said, there's my son. There is my daughter. You can't get better than that. So I told you I struggled. I struggled with insecurity. I, I, I struggled with it for, for a long time. But I want to be better. But I couldn't be better. Because your insecurity is like an anchor to your soul. Your insecurity bore holes in your soul. 
So it doesn't matter how much your wife told you, tells you she loves you. It never feels like love. No matter, no matter how much people tell you that you are good, it doesn't seem like much. Come on, I come to tell you, man, I, I serve a heavenly father. And when he say you're good, you're good. Come on. When he say you're good, you are good. So you got to renew. Then you got to resist. So you got to renew. You got to resist. And let me tell you the third one. You got to refill just in case you fall asleep before the end of the message. <laughs> so you got to renew. You got to resist. And you got to refill. Come on. Let's make a song out of that. Renew, resist, refill. So you got to renew. You got to resist. There's some things that seems good on the outside. But it's damaging for your soul. That's why David said... Search me, oh God. Every day you got to constantly be at that place where you ask God, God, search me. Because, because every day you are accumulating new thoughts. Come on. I'm, I'm, come on. I mean, this may sound a little bit psychological, but we are so good at burying present thoughts into the sub suppressing it, into the subconscious, into the subconscious mind. Come on. And we think that it's not there, but it's just there. The enemy wants to keep it there. But we got to expose it to the presence, to the power and the Holy Spirit right now. Come on and let God reveal what's down there because I feel like there's someone in this room. The enemy keeps on attacking, attacking you with the same thoughts. But guess what? You have never been delivered from them and this is the day of your deliverance. This is the day of your healing. That's why you came here this morning. God wants to refill you. He wants to refill you. Come on. For your worry, he come on. He wants to fill you with his word. Come on. For your anxiety, he wants to give you a word. God has more. He has something special in store for you. And that's why the enemy is attacking you the way he's attacking you. We're in revival. We're in revival. Come on, somebody say we're in revival. We're in revival. But revival begins with a renewed mindset. Pastor Mike can spend four hours up here. But if you don't ask God to reset your mind and renew your mind, everybody will walk out of here delivered and you're still bound. You got to ask God, come on. You got to show up with an open mind. You got to show up with an open mind and say, God, man, I want you to do a work in me and through me. So I'm going oh, to surrender my will. Come on. That's what Paul said in the end of Romans chapter 12, verse 2. He said, man, when we surrender, come on. Then, when we, when, when, then you will know what is the good and perfect will. I want to know what that will is. That's where I want to be. That's where I want to live. I want to live in the will of God. Let me go back one more time. But are your strongest thoughts pulling you closer to God or pulling you away from God? In your pursuit of success, 
How are you maintaining character or losing character? The Bible says your gifts will make room for you. And your gifts will get you in the room. But it's your character. This is a free, by the way. But it's your character that keeps you in the room. Are you losing character? Are you losing integrity in, in your pursuit of whatever you are pursuing? Come on. The question for you this morning, are you becoming better? Are you becoming worse by in your pursuit? Come on. That's a, big, that's a big question this morning because it's all up in here. Come on. It's all up in here. And you got to be willing to release what's up here that's taking you down a negative path. And begin to get on the positive path so God could take you into his promises. You know, I was thinking as I was preparing the sermon because, you know, we, we resist. We renew, we refill. And I was thinking that going back to renew is... Could it be what we consider as trial as a process of renewal? Could it be the things that we call trial and the things that we call problems are God's way of renewing you? Because if you don't go through the process of renewal, you will never become better. The trial produces joy. It produces peace. Come on. It produces more love. But sometimes we are so consumed with what we are going through instead of what it's producing in you. I'm almost done. I'm almost done, but we got to, somebody say we got to refill. Somebody say we got to refill. Come on, I got to refill. Refill me with the mind of Christ. The first step is, in renewing is, 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 and refilling is, 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 man, spend time in the Word of God. Peter calls Christians to desire the pure milk of the Word so that you may grow up into your salvation. Salvation in baseball terms is like getting to first base. There is sanctification. There is justification. Come on. Come on. You keep on going around. You keep on growing in God. And the more you grow, come on. The more you grow is the more, is, come on. The more you grow is the more your mind become transformed. Because, but the only thing this time is your mind is not transfer, transformed just through psychology. It's been transformed spiritually through the word of almighty God. That's the transformation we need. 
Come on, we see God, man, where there is faith, fear. We empty out fear, come on, and refill it with faith. Psalms 34, verse 3 to 5 said, I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and he delivered me from all my fears. Come on, somebody. I sought the Lord. He answered me, and he delivered from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never, ever be ashamed. Come on. When you fill your mind with the word of God, your faces will be radiant and you will never be ashamed. Where there is worry, fill it with worship. Where there is insecurity, refill it with your identity in Christ. Galatians 2 verse 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live. But Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Are your greatest thoughts pulling you closer to God or pulling you away from God? That thought has sit in my head since Thursday. Because now I realize I got to reevaluate. That's another R. That's another R. I got to reevaluate. What am I thinking about? What am I allowing to get into my mind? I want to say this to you as well. When the mind is renewed, now you got to guard it. So what does that mean? There's certain conversation I can't have. There's certain people I can't be around. Because, because if you're around people that speaks negatively, it's only a matter of time before you come to the average of their negativity. It's only a matter of time before those negative thoughts infiltrate your mind. Has someone ever, ever told you something about someone else? And you had no problem with that person? And all of a sudden you had problem with the person? I know this is not, this is not the right side. This is the right side. This is, this is, these are the real people over here. And all of a sudden you had problem with the person? They're having this problem in their business, your business thriving, and all of a sudden you start looking, when is this going to happen? Because somebody say, guard your mind. Guard your mind with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life. Come on. I want to say to you this morning, you may have come in here one way, but you're leaving here another way. Because God just renew, resist, replace, refill. Come on. God, come on. God is... In your life, you're going to see some of the best season that you have ever seen. Come on. But it starts with renewing your mind. As a man thinketh in his heart, so he becomes. What's your most dominant thought? Do you wake up in the morning and you think Failure. Do you wake up in the morning and think disappointment? Do you wake up in the morning and you think that, man, I'm going to have a bad day? 
I remember those days when I would get up and I said, I feel like today is going to be a bad day. And trust me, it did. I feel like I am going to fail. And trust me, I did. So your words ooh, set the context for the world that you live in. Your words set the context, create the environment for which you live in. Come on, say, God, change me. Change my mind. There's a whole song that says, change my heart, oh God. Make it ever new. Change my heart, oh God. <laughs> Just like you. Where you're experiencing struggles, God said so you got to find strength. Where you experience weakness, exercise your worship. Come. Exercise your worship. Come on, you got power. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Come on. So you get up every morning, man, and you just shout, man. You just begin to shout, Father, I thank you. Come on. Father, I thank you. Father, I praise you. Then you break out in your heavenly language. Come on. Come on. You break out into your heavenly language. Come on. You break out in your heavenly language because as you break out in your heavenly language, come on. God is renewing. God is refilling. God is restoring your mind. Come on, somebody. Wherever you are, come on, lift your hands right now. Lift your hands, come on. Let's worship. Come on, let's worship. Come on, just open your mouth and worship. Come on, come on, come on, come on. God is, God is washing your mind right now. God is purifying your mind right now. Come on, God is, re come on. God is renewing your mind right now. This is the best season. This will be, come on. Today will mark the beginning of the best season of some of your lives in this room right now. Come on, stand to your feet. Come on and give Him worship. Father, we just thank you for what you're, what you're doing here right now. You're renewing minds. You are renewing hearts. You're fixing broken lives. You're helping us to find freedom where we have been in bondage for all these years. So Father, right now, Father, we thank you, God, for every mind that's been renewed right now, every heart that's set in you, and our strongest thoughts will pull us closer to you, not away from you. In Jesus' name. Come on, church, let's give Him praise. Oh.